You ready? Yep. <clears throat> Me too. Okay. <sighs> God, I'm just always so nervous about these things. Really? No. Oh. Well, not nervous, but like starting anything is is like, all right, once we start. A journey of a thousand steps yeah. begins with a single step. That's right. <laughs> I think Abraham Lincoln said I that. I think that's the wrong quote also. Uh. <laughs> It's, I think it's a journey of a thousand miles. Yeah. Because a thousand steps yep. is not that much. <laughs> You're not even closing rings for that. I guess the sentiment is still the same. Yeah, it works. A journey of two steps starts with one it's step. With a single step. And then one more. And then another. <laughs> and then you're there. And you can rest. <clears throat> After your long journey of two steps. Two stepping's hard. <laughs> oh, the old razzle dazzle. Yeah. Hit him with the, the old Texas two step. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bro. I'm your host, <laughs> and I'm your other host, Matthew Meadows. We talked about w- how we w- wanted to wing this song that we sing at the beginning with the the bro thing that, that we always plan. do. And I tried to sing "Happy Birthday," um, <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't really, uh, as you can tell, didn't go very well. Uh, that makes me that gets me thinking, though. I think we might now. I was going to say we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of Brewery This Book, but I think it's March. Uh, yeah, we've um, got a ways to go. Forget I said anything. Done. What'd I say? Hey, everybody. Welcome back. To- Wait a second. You said something. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, we've got at least four or five more episodes to go until we hit Oh, I don't know about that. I, th- I think it was We've like got at least two episodes to go. There you go. Yep. I think it was like the beginning of March. Okay. Like March 1. That makes sense. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. That's really only two months away. No, yeah. I mean... February, March. We're at the end of January. That's true. And yeah. yeah. That's that is exciting. really exciting, actually. Yeah. Look at us. Um, How's it going, Stephen? You know what, Matthew? It's going pretty good yeah i would have to say i am very busy at work with a project uh a big project and that's pretty much consuming most of my time (laughs) i'm doing work and then i've carve out some time to read but a lot of my reading happens in little breaks from work um and i spend a few hours with my family in the evening and that's about it it's a very like Cut and dry yeah rinse that feels very like like wintry to me like i feel like I've had a very wintry winter. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. Especially this last couple of weeks where it's been super cold. We I'm glad snow. you know what I mean by that. Yeah. Like, it just feels like that's something that you would do in the winter. Well, you know, you can't really get comfort from the weather. So you find comfort in family and routine, I think, is what happens that's in a good the winter point. time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the winter. Um, it's been cold here, though, recently. Very. Very, very cold. It's been cold 
everywhere. Everywhere. Though, I think. Yeah. It was a cold snap all the way around. Yeah. I feel like though, like we, I think we we've maybe gotten our cold done for the year. You think? I don't know. It, it, it's always like this though. At the beginning yeah. of February, it gets a little bit warmer. This may be the only like super cold weather we'll get. Yeah. But I would bet money we will get more snow. Yeah. I love snow, so that sounds good to me, man. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. Um, I have some news. <laughs> What's that, Matthew? I quit my job. You what? Yep, you heard me. I've never heard of this before. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now yeah, that we've I, gone uh, through that, what? Why? Why did you do that? Well, uh, a couple reasons. Um, first things first. Uh, wasn't really. Thank you for putting a lid on that. Um, wasn't really passionate about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and there was kind of a lot of like internal back and forth on internal within your soul or within the company within my soul. Okay. Yeah. As most things that I ponder are, um, you're right. That was a stupid question. No, no, not a stupid <laughs> question. Um, there was a lot of internal like struggle of like, is this actually what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Is it not? Um, is there thing, are there things that I would rather be doing? Um, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went ahead and just kind of bit the bullet on that and uh, took a, a little bit of a, a leap of faith that things are going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they will be. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, got a lot more time to work on the podcast stuff. Nice. Um, a lot of videos coming your way. Pointing at you. Um, and so, yeah. So it's been it's been good. And it's my last day will be a week from when this episode airs very cool um so i'm i'm very excited it definitely is a unknown it's definitely like embracing the unknown embracing like yeah. the discomfort of not having a um a stable income mm-hmm. uh and, and kind of just piecing stuff together mm-hmm. um but it'll be good and, and i've done it before and and i'll uh i'll be i'll be good and i've got some some trips coming up so i'm going to london and portugal uh next month uh, and then hopefully I'm going to New Orleans maybe in April. That's very fun. Uh, or March because there's a flight from Louisville to New Orleans for like 120 bucks on Breeze Airways. That's doable. Yeah, it is. Um, so looking at going there, just taking some some time off of from working just in general. Um, I'm calling it like a sabbatical from work. <laughs> very. Good. Um, so maybe like three months. Some people call that vacation. I would have called it vacation if I was going back to something. Touche. You know what I mean? Like, at the moment, I don't know what is at the other side yeah. of whatever yeah, yeah. this three months is. Yep. You know, so it's like, I'm kind of, it's like an indefinite sabbatical with an end at some point. Yeah. Uh, in the ether. Right. Um. So we'll see what happens. And maybe, maybe something will come up where i can not go back to work full time and just do yeah. other things and and like make money in, in other ways um support myself uh doing stuff i love and and like that's i mean the dream right yeah it's like figuring out a way to make it happen for yourself to where you get to do stuff you love um and like have support from the people around you and, and have good relationships yeah uh, and i've got all those so we'll see what happens with the, the <laughs> other stuff i guess but yeah, yeah so that that's my Big, uh, big life update. That's very exciting. Yeah, Congratulations, I'm, I'm, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm very excited about it. It's scary for sure. Yeah. But I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Um, Good. Sorry. I don't understand. 
You did it again. I know. Stop listening. I, I'm, I think uh, she's gone. Okay. She left. <sighs> that was scary. We're okay now. Um, That really derailed my train of thought. In this time of uncertainty, I have had quite a bit of time of reading. To read? Yeah. For eight books so far this year. That's what? right. You heard it here first. Yeah. Eight it's, books. It's the bi-weekly check-in. The bro... The, the, the bro? Bi- the bro weekly check-in. Yes. Um, we're not going to probably keep that. You don't think so? No. We'll workshop no. it. We'll, we'll workshop We'll think about it. The bi-weekly check-in uh, <laughs> is what we're calling this segment of the show. Because we actually put out, if you were there for our last episode, we actually put out goals for the number of books that we were going to read. And we did year. we had some some other folks uh I, I had talked to some people about their goals. So yeah. if, if you had reached out um about your goals and all that stuff that we really appreciate that. We love interacting with you guys and hearing what you yeah. guys think. Um so yeah, what were you saying? Sorry. Didn't mean to hijack you. That was the main thing was to say uh we want to do this check in regularly so that you can keep track of us as we go towards our numerical goal of of books for the year yeah and like i said i've read eight so far and that is almost half of the amount of books that i read last year and that is insane to me you did you have 23 was that last year's tally i think last year was just 20 was it 20 yeah okay 20 i read like 26 the year before okay um so i i think 20 20 for last year um but it's insane to me now that i only read 20 books yeah and i read I actually, and I haven't finished a book since like last week. Mm-hmm. So I've read, yeah, I've read eight books in the first like two and a half weeks of January. Yeah, and and f- four, or five or six maybe of those were audiobooks. Yeah, um, and that's Which, been that was one of your main. Yes, that was a huge goal this year. for the year was to to listen to more audiobooks, to read more audiobooks, and I have loved that. Good. Um, that's been a really, I mean dramatic but eye-opening kind of thing it's like that i really can enjoy and and, uh Mm -hmm. retain with with audiobooks which is something that i have struggled with in the past Mm -hmm. um so just finding the time to listen to them and and like what works for me like so driving or working on something um when i can really focus instead of just like going on a walk and listening to an audiobook because that's Mm -hmm. hard for me um because i'm not really doing anything uh right so I, I can't really focus. Um, but yeah, so eight books. I don't really want to talk about which ones they are, except for one of the ones, or the, the book that I'm going to talk about today mm-hmm. was read in this eight-book span. Nice. It's nice uh, when they're fresh. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to really talk too much about any of them because we might talk about them on the show at some point. Right. Um, so there's my bro weekly check-in. Uh, Beautiful. There's my bi-weekly check-in of uh, of the books I've read. Stephen? Nice. Um, I would love to hear your bi-weekly check-in. I would love to tell you. Thank you. And um, I will tell you, I'm at 10. As of an hour before you showed up to my Woo! house, I hit number 10. And number 10 was my first of two chonker classics, or calling them. Of the year. How many pages, before you say what book it was, that, uh, or unless we're going to talk about the book another time? We probably will talk about the book another time, but I don't mind saying what it is. How many pages was that book? It was 822 pages. 
It's almost the length of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Mamma mia. That's crazy. I don't know why. That just reminded me of Mario Kart. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's sipping. <sighs> yeah. Anyhow. Um, yeah. So the book was... Uh, the Brothers Karamazov. And we already mentioned it on the last episode. Oh, yeah. And so basically what had happened, I wasn't planning on reading it this soon or even starting it this soon. Um, I had decided that I wanted to buy a physical copy of it, but then I was also going to listen to the audiobook and read at the same time because it was so long. I wanted to like focus in on it and yeah. retain as much as possible. Um, and I can read a lot faster if I do audio and visual at mm -hmm. the same time it's like ultimate power yeah that makes um, sense so like there were sections where i could get through it like two and a half times speed um just because i could Isn't follow the on best? the page it's wild mm. um it feels like that bradley cooper movie uh limitless limitless yeah, yeah. it feels kind of like that <laughs> until you get distracted and you're two pages behind you're using 100 percent of your brain power. Like, um the human brain only uses 10 percent of its power <laughs> <laughs> which is not factually accurate, but <laughs> I don't know. cool. I'm not a scientist. I, that's true. I don't science much. Yeah. Um, At all, really. Yeah, true, true. But yeah, so I've gotten through my first of two giant classics. What's the other one? Uh, so the other one's going to be Les Mis, and it's longer than Brothers Karamazov. God on and they don't sing in the book. <sighs> yeah, that's going to make it. Tough. That sucks. But maybe I'll put on like the instrumental version of the musical behind my that, reading of it. Okay, honestly, that honestly, that's not a bad idea. It's not at all. I fully Lame support that. Dude, you know it's out there. It's got to be. So there, there's Lord of the Rings lo-fi. I know. I, I, yeah, sent I it know to you. that you know this. Yeah. I don't know even know why I said that. I know that you know that. Um, it's beautiful. It's and the, I love it. It's the best. I used to like make fun of lo-fi music um, or like those like lo-fi beats to study to. Until I started using them yeah. and getting so much done yeah. when I listen to them. Um, I love that stuff, Dude, man. you haven't studied until you've lo-fi studied. No, yeah, you're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. The retention is just... That's so much better. Well, now I like I almost always have music playing when I'm reading. Yeah. Like, I have, like, fantasy music if I'm reading a fantasy sci-fi if I'm reading sci-fi. It really just, like, sets the scene for me. Um, so I think that's actually a great idea. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Yeah, so ten, that's a lot of books. So you're, we were actually like keeping pace, like day by day yeah. for a minute there. Yeah, I uh, I kind of fell off a little bit uh, towards the end of last week and mm -hmm. in this week, uh, just because I was going through a lot of like mental. Quit my job and yeah, you you were doing stuff. How do I do that? When do I do that? <laughs> um. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird, weird time right now. Yeah. But ideally, once things kind of even out a little bit, uh, we'll uh, get back maybe yeah. a little bit more neck and neck. Well, you could. I feel like audiobooks and travel are going to go so well for you if you decide Dude, to do that. Yeah, man. Ah, I didn't even think about that. Dude, pick some good, like, countryside. Yeah. Viewing, like, European city. So before, so before we go any further, there will be several days where I will be on my own. Yeah. In Perfect. Yeah. And there's one day in particular that I am going up to Oxford. Ooh. And I'm doing a self-guided Tolkien tour. 
that's cool. So I'm thinking I might find an audiobook of I don't know. I think there's a Barry Nuluthian audiobook. Uh, I hope so. That's the only way I'm going to get through it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, something like that, and and listening to that on the way up there, um, and that's going to be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so you're exactly right. I didn't even think about that. That's yes. You should uh, definitely think about that ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm gonna, I, when I get home tonight, I'm going to make a list. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, cool, man. Um, I've got an app. Do you want to talk about books? No. I want to read an ad, Stephen. You should. We want to take a minute to talk about our sponsor, Tether, a Louisville-based software company whom we love. Our podcast has been using Tether's system uh, here for the last month or so. Yeah. Um, and basically, and I have it all written down so I remembered everything, uh, it's organized our contacts, automated our email and text marketing. Uh, it made it way, way easier to post on social media. Um, they have an awesome planner that we use pretty much daily. Any video you've seen on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook uh, has been on has been posted through Tether for the last month or so. Um, and, and it does a bunch of other sales stuff for, for folks who need that. What a flex. <laughs> what? Here's the thing we're doing. And by the way, every video you've ever seen of us, it, it was used. used yeah. Um, and it's also the, the price point is, is super affordable for even mm-hmm. like small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's simple to use and their customer support is awesome. We have our link in the description of the episode and in the description of the episode, I was going to say something else, but that's the only place it is. Uh, and also, I guess it's going to be in the bio. And it's in our hearts. It's in our hearts. Wow. Yeah. Link in our heart to Tether. Uh, it's also in the bio uh, on our link tree link in our yeah. bio. Um, so check out the link in the description and get tethered. Get tethered. I don't think that's their slogan. Is that not it? Okay. All right. Anyway. Well, if they listen to this podcast and decide that they want to get tethered... Don't, I really don't think that they will. Okay. Uh, How funny is that going to be, though? I think we'll get a text. I think we'll get a text as well. What <laughs> or if we or an though, email. And we just saw it on, on like a social media post of theirs. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> you heard it first. You heard, read this book. Get tethered. Get tethered. Uh, anyway, let's talk about books. Yes, please. Um, let's do. So I have some notes here. So that's why I'm on my cellular device here. Um the book that I'm going to be talking about today uh, is a book I really enjoyed. Um, it is called The Fate Inked in Blood by Danielle L. Jensen. First of all, this was an advanced reader copy. So thank you to NetGalley and uh, Random House Publishing, rather, or sorry, um, for the copy of the book in exchange for an honest review. I have posted about it on other socials. Um, I want to say one thing. There is some spicy spiciness in okay. this book. All right. So if you're not into that, it's not overwhelming and it's not, it's really like skippable if that's not something you're into. Um, so, just, but just know that it is there. Uh, and if that is something you're into, Yay. are we talking like uh, for the folks at home, are we talking like bell peppers Jalapenos, habaneros, or ghost? There's some moments in there that are like, like habanero level, but there's only like three scenes okay. that are that are really even remotely 
like spicy at all. A trio of of scenes, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly that. Um, but so I just wanted to make that disclaimer. Uh, so if it's not something you're into, just know that it is there, but it, you can totally skip it and it, it won't affect the story at all. Um, so a fate Inked in blood is a Norse inspired fantasy romance. Uh, I love Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny the, the book I finished before this was Norse mythology by Neil Gaiman. Um, so I was already in the mindset of like, cause I, I kind of know the myth pretty well and I know, um, just a, a lot about the Norse culture. So it was really interesting to read a book that was um, not directly related to that, but inspired by it. Uh, and essentially the, the, the way that the book is set up is our main character, Freya. She is so cool. <laughs> um, she is a child of a God and she basically has this power to uh, create a shield around her and folks that are around her to protect them. Um, there was this prophecy from many years ago that this specific, um, Jarl from this specific town, um, would find her the shield maiden and she would make him the king of, uh, what? Of what? Of the the king of, of where they live. Okay. So I thought that you were going to maybe pause after the word Jarl. Um, because maybe we don't all, and by we don't all, I mean me, know what the heck Jarl is. Uh, a Jarl is, think like, chief. Okay. All right. Or like, mayor. Okay. Um, so basically like... That's not the image that that word conjured in my head. Okay. What do you think it was? I don't, like a, sort of like a scraggly bard, perhaps? A Jarl? Not that. Not that. Let me look up the no. definition just so I don't um, make a fool of myself. Make a yarl of yourself. <laughs> That's more the context I was thinking of it in. Because uh, it's kind of a goofy sounding word to me. Norse ordain is chief. Okay. There we go. All right. Have you ever played Skyrim? Nope. That's okay. probably why I don't know the word. Well, yeah. So there, there is like, there are yarls of each town mm-hmm. um, in, in Skyrim. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> I de okay. that conversation. It's okay. Um, <laughs> you can't take a word and make it something else. I guess you. I guess you can because I, you just did. I just did. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the the book itself is is incredibly well written. Okay. Um, Danielle L. Jensen is a very very. Uh, What's the word? Everything that she writes in this book is on the money. Like okay. there are there were no moments where I was like, "That's not great." Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost as if it was. Uh, I'm sure that it's. I mean, everybody who writes a book puts hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of time into this, but it really mm-hmm. did feel like it was written with love and intention, um, and it's it's. It shows, so that's a major point for the book, for sure. Um, Have I heard her name before? Because the name sounds really familiar. I don't know. Has she written anything else? Yeah, quite a, quite a few things, but okay. not not anything that I think that you would have read. Okay, maybe I've just like seen her name in passing. Yeah, I've been looking through books. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, she writes a lot of like the fantasy romance stuff. Um, 
But so essentially, our, our main character Freya, she is taken to um, Jarl Snorri's. Uh, I swear you're making things up. I'm. I'm not. I <laughs> promise you. These. These are real words. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, to their their camp or or their town, and she meets Bjorn, <laughs> who, who. Sorry, I know that's a real. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Who is this? Uh, also a child of a god. He's the child of Tyr. Okay. Um, who has this like he's he's cool too for real. He's got this like flaming axe that he can like call down um, from the skies and yeah. or like not really. It's not like it's not like Mjolnir. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, he wears it on his back and then he can like make it catch on fire. Like Ghost Rider. Almost exactly like Ghost Rider. Actually. Nice. Yeah. Uh, see, there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he does not have a motorcycle though, unfortunately. Um, so he's not just like Ghost Rider. Okay. But like similar. Okay. Um, can Ghost Rider control when he's on fire? Yes. For See, the most part. I don't know my I Ghost think. Rider lore. I thought that he was just in flames at all times. No, he can control it. No. I think. I, I don't know. I you don't, could tell me anything and I would, I would believe it you. It's been a minute. But maybe he's like an old Ghost Rider. This is going way down a rabbit hole. But you remember how in the Ghost Rider film, you had no, Nicholas almost Cage definitely not, and Sam Elliott. And Sam Elliott was like an old Ghost Rider, and mm-hmm. he was a cowboy from the Wild West era, ah. and he rode a horse. Only his axe catches on fire, though. Oh, so not him. And he doesn't have a horse. I'm guessing. There are times in the book where he okay. is on a horse. All right, we're not too far off. Then. Yeah. Well, so it's it's interesting. So he since he's the child of Tear, um, the the fire normally will burn him, but the the Tear fire on the axe will not burn him. Right. Um. So this is a it's not a spoiler. It happens in the first like twenty pages of the book. Freya kills her husband. Okay. Because he's a bad person. Mm. Um. And just generally a crappy dude. So she kills him with Bjorn's axe. Right. So it burns her hand. Okay. And she throws it at him and hits him in the back. Okay. Um, so it starts off with her doing this like heroic act. And she gets hurt from it. And she's taken it to their, their village and healed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a lot of like stuff with the specific... Um, being the child of a god and all that stuff. I don't want to say which god, just because it's a little bit of a spoiler. It's Thor. It's not. Okay. <laughs> that whatever, was that was worth just throwing out. There. Whatever you do, don't believe Stephen. He's lying to you. Somehow I feel more convinced that it is. It's not. No, it's okay. not. There is all another right. child of Thor in okay. the book. All right. But it is not Freya. Half Thor. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You got it. Um, <laughs> it's not. Um, yeah, the, it, it plays a lot with like uh, there's kind of a forbidden romance kind of deal, um, and it's it really is like a will they won't they mm. kind of thing. And they do three times. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, they do. Um, three times. Three times. Um, well, thrice, as they said in well, Old Horse. Not technically three times. We don't have to get that. I know. Well, I'm just saying there. There is like a. Uh, 
I don't know. There, this is very good a turn that I did not expect. Uh, we're just going to pretend like this didn't happen. Some of the of the scenes that you're we're we're talking about are more of a like like a tease kind of. Oh yeah, so they're more of like it's there's nothing actually happening, but there's like tension. Oh, I see. And I see. like some, you know, you know what I mean. So there's really all, uh, any, anyway. We're just gonna we're just gonna keep going. Um, we are one hundred percent the people that you want talking about. <laughs> we are not spicy novels. We are, yeah. I I I don't really know how to talk about it. The really. level of tact that we on the Bro Read This Book podcast have towards these topics I just, is astounding. I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, let me try again. Should you, or should we just keep moving? I'm, no, I'm, I mean, let me start over. Okay. I'm not start over. <laughs> let me keep moving. Yeah, take it from the top. What were we talking about? <laughs> okay, it's uh, the Forbidden Romance thing. Yeah. Will they, won't they? And then there is a killer ending. It is like, uh, my jaw was on the floor. Nice. Um, which doesn't normally happen for me, because I feel like I can normally see the ending coming a little bit for a lot of this stuff. Um and I did, but then I thought that it was going a different direction. Okay. And then I was back, and I was right. Yeah. But it was only after they had revealed that I was right that I realized that I was right. Wow. What a ride. It that was. That doesn't even really sound like twists and turns. That sounds like was, you got excited by going straight. Well, there was one twist <laughs> that I thought was the twist. Okay. Like... But then it was there was, it was a twist. it was a red herring, yes, nice. But it's so convincing that I thought that it was the way that it I thought it was true, right? Um, but the ending is fantastic. It it really is. Uh, I'll come back to that idea. Oh, when I talk about mine. okay. I got you. Yeah, I yeah, got you. Yeah, sorry. I, I should. I could have made that more clear. I was like, I don't know what you're saying um <laughs> but yeah so i all in all I, I really enjoyed it and i think it was it's really well done um if i had anything to say negatively about it uh i think that the pacing was a little weird in certain parts um there was a chunk of the book that felt kind of boring uh not because it was bad just because i was wanting the next thing to happen because they were on their way somewhere and something crazy had just happened. There was this big action scene and then a very like section of nothing. And then I knew there was action forthcoming. And so I wanted to get to that. And so that's the only thing. And I know that there's like, some people might like that. And a lot of times I can kind of go either way with it, Mm -hmm. but this time it did feel a little bit like, it was dragging just a, a wee bit. Gotcha. Um, but it really only in one section, and that was the only reason. I, I ended up giving this four stars. Um, and and it could have been, I mean, I don't know. It, it may, might have gotten up to five stars if I thought the pacing was perfect. Right. And everything else was the way it was. But um, just a couple pacing issues. Uh, and other than that, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I definitely recommend it. And I think it comes out on February 27th. Um, so... You'll have a lot of time to pre-order uh, and or wait until it comes out and order it then. Um, 
I really recommend it. I especially recommend it for folks who are fans of fantasy romance because it definitely is uh, that. Definitely is that. Nice. Yeah. A glowing recommendation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. It sounds interesting. I may check it out at some point. Yeah. I, think I would probably, if I... There's a couple others of yours that you've recommended that I would go to before that. Yeah. Like Bloody Rose, simply because I've already read Kings mm-hmm. of the Wild. Yeah. Um, so I will read that one at some point. Yeah. I, the Expanse is on my list for the year. <gasps> yeah, dude. Um, yeah. So like, there's yeah, just a, there's a, there's a couple others that that are on there. I think that. But this sounds interesting. I I think that what makes it the the standout that it is for me is the Norse element. That's what that's what's kind of drawn me into. Because I think that that is not necessarily an untapped thing because a lot of people sure. do it. I just think it's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz even even Norse myth itself is really interesting. So I think if you can do it really well like Jensen does in this uh in this book, it is a it's like a treasure trove of interesting mm-hmm. things and interesting ideas. Uh and the way that the book ends brings up a lot of interesting like mythological points which okay. is which is fun. Um so yeah, I, I think that if you have any interest in in the Norse side of things you you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. Um yeah, I th- I think you'd like it. Cool. Yeah. Speaking of cool. books that we have read, uh we we did this before the show, we tallied up the books. Wait, no, no, save it to the end. Steven, um what book do you want to talk about? Oh, good. Good. Good cover. I'm going to talk to you about a little ditty called Never Lie by Frida McFadden. I have heard of this book before this moment. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's fairly popular. I think McFadden is a fairly well-known author at this point. Yeah. Um, I So this is the first book of hers that I've read. I'll probably read more because this one was, was quite standout, I thought. Um, but what I've noticed is that they're all pretty close to the same length, and it's a very manageable... I would say probably like 350 to 400 pages, like just a nice, you know, you're not, you know, going into an epic tome of a, of sure. a novel. Um, and, and that was probably, that's one of the first things I'll say about it is the pacing is spectacular. There's no fat on this Gosh, thing. Isn't that it's the just, best? Yeah. You just plow right through. Yeah. It's all story. It's great. Um, I've got a synopsis that I would like to share with I you. I would love to hear it. Perfect. Perfect. Never Lie by Frida McFadden is a masterful psychological thriller that weaves a tale of secrets, deception, and the dark underbelly of human nature set against the backdrop of a snow-trapped mansion in upstate New York. A winter book. Uh, The story introduces us to newlyweds Trisha and Ethan who stumble upon the eerie abandoned home of Dr. Adrian Hale a renowned psychiatrist who vanished mysteriously three years prior. As the snowstorm intensifies, Trisha discovers a hidden room in the mansion filled with recorded therapy sessions of Adrian's patients. Oh, my. Murky, yes. Illegal, depends on the state. Driven by (laughs) curiosity and the unsettling atmosphere of the house, Trisha begins listening to the tapes. Each recording peels back layers of intrigue, drawing her deeper into the enigmatic and troubled histories of Adrian's patients. 
The narrative skillfully intertwines the president with flashbacks, revealing connections between Trisha, Ethan, and the house that are shrouded in lies. Both characters harbor secrets that slowly unravel, challenging the reader's perception of truth and morality. As Trisha delves into the mysteries of the house and its former owner, she uncovers a web of deceit that threatens to upend her own life. The mansion becomes a character itself. A claustrophobic Mm. setting. Mm. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Where the line between Mm. past Mm -mm -mm. and present blurs and where every discovery leads to more questions than answers. Never lies a novel that keeps you guessing until the very end with twists that subvert expectations and characters whose motives are as shadowy as the storm outside. McFadden's writing weaves tension and suspense into every page, making this book a gripping read for anyone who loves a story where secrets are the key to unlocking the truth. I do. I do. Sign me I up, do. brother. I do. I do. know. I do. With its fast-paced narrative, Never Lies a Journey Through the Darker Side of the Human Psyche. A thrilling ride that questions how well we can truly know anyone, including ourselves. ourselves. That's right. Um, I can vouch for everything in that synopsis because I halfway wrote it. <laughs> can I think so? The thing that sticks out the most about what you just said mm-hmm. was the bit about how it's like therapy recordings. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. So here's what I like about it because so it's not necessarily multiple perspectives. It becomes mm. multiple perspectives later on, which is interesting, but primarily it's from one character's point of view. Sure. Um and so you've got her point of view, but then you've got her stumbling into the therapy session recordings and they almost become like a story within the story in a sense because you have no you kind of expect that they'll tie into the larger narrative somehow, sure. but you have no perception of how at that point. Um, so it really is like this story within the story, and you're intrigued by what's going on in these sessions, and you know that maybe there's something there of how this woman disappeared, and and so you're, you're interested from that sense, um, but it doesn't connect just yet. And so it's, it's wild. You're almost drawn into, like, two or three layers of storytelling mm-hmm. in this one, which is really fun. Um, I have kind of a specific question. Okay. When it, she's listening to the recordings, mm-hmm. is she commenting on them as she's reading, listening to them? No. Okay, so it's literally just like, here's where she stops, yeah. the recording starts, and then she's back. Right. Okay, cool. Right. Because I was wondering if she's listening to them. Yeah, you're not getting... You're not getting her m- thoughts and inner monologue about the recordings while okay. she's listening to them. She will, she will, you will get her thoughts after she's done with it. What's that noise? The sink. Upstairs. Cool. The kitchen sink. Nice. Yes. Indeed. Cool. It sounded like static. Not quite, but almost. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, cool. Th- I was just curious. Yeah. Um, which I kind of like because it, it, it more sucks you into the session, yeah, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, so there's some really delightful, like, creepy writing in it, too. Nothing, like, overtly scary, necessarily. But there's just some really, like, awesome, creepy elements to it. Um, there's 
always this tension where the uh, our female protagonist thinks that there's someone in the house. Mm. Always. And so, like, anything oh. that happens... Oh. Um, and some weird stuff happens, but, like, anything that happens, she's like, there's someone in the house, there's someone in the house. Like, she's convinced of it. Um, and so there's, like, this constant tension of, like, oh, my God, there's someone here. Um, so when they go in... And it didn't say this in the synopsis, but they're actually like touring the house as like potential buyers. It's for sale. Um, I when, kind of assumed. Yeah. When yeah. they go in, uh, there's like a giant painting of Dr. Adrian Hale in her own house. Hmm. And they like there's this thing. It's that's in, a, it's <laughs> in that's like a good the, sign. It's in like the first third, so I don't think this is a spoiler. But there's this whole thing where like when they realize they're snowed in and they're not going to be able to leave immediately. Um, they decide to take the painting down because it's weird and it, like, it's that looking at me. Um, and so they take it down, and then later on, uh, one of them comes downstairs and it's back up. And then ah. and and it goes back and forth a couple times in different ways that are really really fun. Yeah. Um, that's just one example, but the way it's written, like, and that's part of how the house becomes a character in and of itself. Uh, the way that painting is almost personified mm-hmm. in the first third of the book is incredible. Cool. Um, and it's really before Dr. Hale becomes a character in the story, um, like as you're listening to her sessions and getting to know her from the past. Um, her introduction as a character is almost the personification of this painting. Right? That's very cool. It's it's kind of wild. Yeah. Um, Let's see, what what else to say about this? Okay, so the writing of it. Um, if you read reviews, what you will inevitably read multiple times is, I thought I knew what was going to happen, and then I was completely wrong. Interesting. Over nice. and over again. I've read a ton of reviews at this point, and on Fable, it like recommends reviews mm-hmm. based on books you've read. So every once in a while, I'll, I'll see another one. And nine times out of ten, it's, I thought I knew exactly where I was going, and then I was completely wrong. Um, and I've got to say, like, the author does such a good job of making you think she might be a bad mystery writer. And what I mean by that That's is... That's fascinating. She seems to make it so obvious where this thing is headed. And then throws in just this little seed of doubt of like okay maybe it's headed in this direction but it's it's one of these two options yeah and then like just yanks the rug out from under you and and not in a cheap way either yeah. like but you're like oh oh you're good you're yeah. good at this <laughs> yeah i didn't trust you um and you you made me not trust you <laughs> and then you were actually really good at yeah. what you were trying to do that was what was really fun. So I was going through two thirds of it, having a blast, but being like, "All right, this is, I know where this is headed. Yeah, we'll wrap this thing up, give it a nice two and a half, three stars. Yeah, just because it was too predictable, and we'll go from there. And then the yug, the yug, the rug, <laughs> the rug gets yanked out from under you, and I was just like, "Oh, oh." No, yeah. I have no idea what's about to happen. That's awesome. Like the last third of the book, I was just along for the ride. And it was so, so, so satisfying. I think you, you've just pushed this up the list a little bit for me. Yeah. Because it's fun, I dude. love that stuff. It's so fun. Yeah. 
I, I really like that stuff. And I love, I, uh, you, you know this about me. You know I love a setting mm. that is like claustrophobic. Testify. Yeah. You know I love that. Uh, so you've got me. You've, you've hooked me. I'm, I'm definitely going to request that one on Libby. Love it. Uh, just return my copy. Speaking of Libby, this is compl- not this is completely unrelated. I mm-hmm. need to read. Um, I have a hold for everybody in my family has ki- or everyone in my family has killed someone. Yes. So I need to get on that nice. uh, and uh, increase your tally. Um, I'm of glad it's books it's that couple that yeah. you're increasing the tally with. Yeah, because they're a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone in my family has killed someone is f- fun. Yeah. Um, this one is. F- fun because of like the ride it takes you on sure it's more like a roller coaster than like a, a an action comedy mm-hmm. i guess um yeah those are two different things very yeah absolutely two different thrills <laughs> speaking of the tally would you like to talk about the tally i now? would we realized uh in the last couple of weeks that we've not been keeping score which the, the whole thing about this show at the beginning, was we were going to try <laughs> to convince each other to read these books yes. and keep a tally. Yes. And we just haven't been doing that. Yeah. So we're going to start doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> we have been reading each other's books mm-hmm. somewhat. Not as many as I I know. We had. I know. And that was, we, we went through the list and it kind of surprised me. But you got to remember, four episodes of that was Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And the year in review and... Um, you know the Halloween spectacular. Yeah, we read the same book. Yeah, um, so it's like of the episodes that were about specific books, I think we've done a pretty good job of reading each other's recommendations. Yeah, um, the books that you have recommended that I have read are How to Sell a Haunted House, mm-hmm. and the other one was the other book, Failing Up, Failing Up yep. by Leslie Oda Jr. I was like nonfiction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I liked failing up. Yeah, you just finished how to. I just finished how to sell a house. You had some feelings, and I did not like it very much. (laughs) Um, I give it a two and a half star. Okay, rating right down the middle of the road. Right down the middle of the road. It was not bad. Yeah, by by any means, Um, but it was not very good. Not your cup of tea. Yeah, or not very good. (sighs) This is the line that I am trying to straddle here. Mm Hmm. Because I think that it could be either. Uh, it could be that I just didn't like it mm-hmm. and it wasn't for me. Or it could be that the writing was bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't know which one it is because I did not like the characters. Okay. Uh, there was really no meaning, like meaningful character, like traits that these people have okay and it just it felt very much like let me actually let me rewind that a little bit because that's not strictly true Mm -hmm. because i really thought that the sibling relationship was interesting yes i think it could have been much more interesting definitely if it wasn't my brother bad yeah you know yeah like i i think that and, and there's a part where they get to this point where they are having this like really emotional like heart to heart and it's like it never happened mm-hmm. like afterwards mm-hmm. and that took me out of it yeah like i was kind of all in on it 
I'm really enjoying it. There's a, a specific part, and you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. that I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Yeah. And then after that, I just kind of, that wasn't the focus anymore. It wasn't the right. relationship. Right. And it felt like that kind of got lost. Gotcha. And that could have been, I think, way more. And there's something, and we'll talk about this afterwards, but there's something that happens that made me so mad <laughs> about it. And I just, it made me so upset. Yeah. Um, so it was okay. It, it, I don't want to sound like I hated it because I didn't. Yeah. I just think it could have been significantly better than it was. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Yeah. It was, it was like, and it was like, it was okay. Yeah. And, and for context, what I had said, cause we texted back and forth about it briefly. What I had said was if I read it now, I probably wouldn't be as high on it as I was then mm-hmm. because I've because I've read a lot more of that type of book like yeah. fiction, fun, yeah. like thriller type thing. Um I would probably be a little less kind to it. Yeah. But it was very much like new territory for me. Oh yeah, time. yeah, absolutely. And so I was like, "Whoa, this is cool." And I'm super yeah. into it. I would yeah. probably still enjoy it. There's, I did there's enjoy just it. some moments that are so fun, yeah, and so crazy. And it's a bummer. It's a bummer that there are parts of it that are so good, and also parts of it that just kind of are, for lack of a better word, really boring. I feel like, it, and this is just based on my recollection of it at this point. It's been basically a year since I've read it. Um, I feel like the author had a few really standout ideas mm-hmm. for scenes that he wanted, yes. and then he connected them with like stock cookie cutter but paint by numbers plot lines, yeah. And so you have these moments that are like, this is original and incredible and amazing. And like burned in my memory. Yeah. Um, but it's connected by very run of the mill characters and plot threads. Yeah. I'll tell you though, the uh, narrator for the audiobook version is awesome. Very good. Very, very good. Yeah. So big plus there. Yeah. Um, you have also read, you've read two books that I've recommended to you. What are they? That's right. So one was Kings of the Wild, and mm-hmm. we did a whole episode on that um, of. Of you recommending it and me talking about it after yeah. reading it. Um, that was one. And then, like you, I'm struggling with the second Atomic one. Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits. Which was a, like three years ago now recommendation, but we're still counting it. Because you read it. It was because you recommended it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll think about that one. That might be a technicality and we might have to re- rescind that. <laughs> but... But still, yeah, we're gonna go with it's two to two. There you go. <laughs> Which I was surprised by. I th- I thought you would actually be like super ahead. I don't know why I had this thought in my mind. Of yeah, like, oh, I've read so many of your books. I think I plan on reading a lot of yeah. them. So well, the the problem is all of my books are series. Like a lot of the yeah. books that I talk about are series. Yeah, a lot of yours are standalones. Mm-hmm. And so mine are easier to. Yeah, 
chip away. Yeah, at. and that's that's part of the I think part of the not issue, but like part of the yeah. That'd be like yeah. if I came in and was like, "All right, so I read the second Game of Thrones book, and I'm going to talk about that." Yeah, you're going to need to read the first one because there's a lot of continuing yeah. plot lines. There's also a lot of books. Read the second <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah, there's also a lot of books in Game yeah. of Thrones, so it's yeah. like it's a big commitment. Like the Expanse, it's like yes. there's nine books plus some novellas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like I, I don't expect you to go and like read the whole series yeah and you, then come back to me you understand that i have to be prepared yeah like on a spiritual level but the mo- <laughs> the moment that you pick up that book dude we are texting 24 <laughs> 7 like yeah because we don't already uh, yeah right <laughs> just be prepared like i've got a buddy of mine he, he's reading it right now and he'll like text me mm-hmm. when something happens i'm like dude i know like i, I isn't that crazy is that not the most insane thing you've ever seen yeah uh and yeah, so I was, <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's kind of a, you know, I, I talk about it every day, I think now to people. I believe that. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my current hyperfixation is, is the expanse. Yeah. The show's good too. I'm telling you, the show's, nice. show's good. Yeah, I'm on season four with, with me, dad. We're watching it. Cool. Um, it's very, very well done. Good. Very, very good. That's nice that it's not like a huge disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They've also got a new book coming out, the authors, not in part of the expanse. But oh, okay. Oh yeah, no, like, no, no, let no. it die, guys. It's a different space book. Okay, different space. Can't entirely. wait. Trading Can't spaces. Wait. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's not called that. <laughs> it's called the Mercy of the Gods. Ah, I can't wait. You'll have to. <laughs> Why'd you say that? I'm right. just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Why'd you remind me? Sorry. Okay. Um, I think that. I think that was the cat. There's a lot of sounds going on tonight. Yeah. Um, I think that wraps it up. I think it does. Do you want to talk about your, your links a little bit? I got some Just links. Really yeah. fast. Um, some of the books that we've recommended on the show mm-hmm. and that I've recommended personally on, on other platforms are uh, going to be in the... Let me start over. Yeah, try that again. Both of the books that we've recommended tonight on the show are going to be linked in the description of the episode. And if you go to those links, you purchase from those links, um, I will get a kickback from bookshop.org. Bookshop.org is awesome. They are very generous with their commission program, uh, their affiliate program, as well as they send a lot of the money that they um, make from the books to local bookstores, indie bookstores of your choosing. Um, so you can choose an indie bookstore to support and also support me, support the show. That would be awesome. We also have a link to buy me a coffee if you want to support the show directly. Um, it just is like five bucks a month or like a one-time donation of a couple bucks. Um, and that would go right back into the show and, and uh, kind of the marketing we uh, have, stuff. We have an aesthetic vision for the show that we had right before we started recording this. And, it's and let me tell you, it's honestly awesome. And if if you're still listening at this point in the show, brava, yeah. first of all, uh, or brova. Brova. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But but also. Uh, thank you. Thank also. you. Yeah. Your, your coffee buying would be going to that aesthetic choice. And so if you're enough of a diehard fan of the Bro Read This Book podcast. Video version specifically. Video specifically. Although it would be in the TikToks and Reels and all that yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Um, 
maybe maybe consider hitting that buy me a coffee link because it will go directly into that purchase. and let me tell you 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 don't even know hysterical you, it's hysterical <laughs> it's gonna be and epic epic and hysterical yeah. um at least we think so yeah we can't tell you what it is because it'll ruin the surprise yes we'll do a whole thing when it happens but yeah. if you feel so so inclined mm-hmm. to support us mm-hmm. in that way it would go directly to this aesthetic choice yeah. that we have decided to make <laughs> When we say that your donation will go right back into the show, you will be able to physically see yes. how your donation goes back into the show. If two people send us five dollars, <laughs> we've got it. <laughs> the bar is so low. I almost feel worse now that you've actually said <laughs> the level that is needed to make this happen. We're gonna get it anyway, but if you wanna <laughs> if if you wanna help us out, that'd be awesome. Steven, can we bring this home? Yeah, I would love to bring it home. Um and I would love to bring it home by saying that the most valuable thing you have is your time and you spent a lot of it hanging out with us, hearing about books and wacky aesthetic choices. <laughs> so and listening to our show. So oh thank you for that. We are honored by your time, and we hope that we honored your time. So, thank you. And uh, I think we should just say that this, this is podcasting. podcasting. We gotta, we gotta end it. We gotta cut it. Yeah. <laughs>